Yesterday we were reflecting a little on the first reading from the Acts of the Apostles and the, the church starting to emerge. And um, yesterday we, we heard about how uh, some of the early disciples, they, they felt drawn to share the good news with the Jews, with their fellow people, whilst others were, were drawn to the Greeks and to, to the foreigners. Uh, we're all reflected yesterday how we're all drawn to someone. God, God's got a people for all of us to bring his word, his message to. Today we continue to hear about the church uh, growing in its missionary endeavours and it's, it's really flourishing. And, and one sign that you know, that, that, that one, like a key sign that a church is flourishing is that people are moving in their gifts. They're starting to identify the gifting that God's given them and their spiritual gifting and they're starting to move in it. And, and that's what we heard today, that, that the prophets and the teachers were starting to really kind of be mobilised. And that's true of our community too. You know, that's something we've been reflecting on a bit lately in our leadership. Um, we've just been rejoicing as we're, we're noticing more and more people, you know, identifying their gifts, the gifts that God has given them and putting them to the service of the people in our community. So it's a beautiful, uh, real, a real sign of, of God's at work among us. Today, uh, we uh, continue in, in Acts here in the first reading, and um, we hear about how the, the disciples, they were, they were praying and fasting uh, for God's direction with their mission. And, it, and it, it turns out that the Spirit says to them that, that, they want, that God wants Barnabas and Saul set apart for the work which I've called them to do. That's what the Spirit says to them. I want Paul and, and Barnabas uh, set apart for the work to which I've called them to do. What it, set apart, what does he mean by that? Well, it's got something to do with, with being free to focus on the greater purpose what it is that's most important for them to do, being set apart. We see this also a little bit earlier in Acts of the Apostles. Remember when the 12 apostles, they were um, so busy. They were praying and doing the mission and preaching, but they were also looking after the material needs of people. And they realised that we can't do both. And so they prayed. They said, God, give us some people we can choose to do the material stuff so we can keep praying and preaching. And then they chose seven men. And they gave them the job, right? Similar principle. The principle here is around protecting time so we can do what's most important. You've heard the expression, I'm sure, if the enemy can't tear you down, he'll make you busy, right? Busyness can be one of the great enemies you know, that prevents us from doing what is most important in our life. And we can be often busy doing really good things, can't we? But not necessarily the main thing that God's calling us to. This principle uh, it was not just for the apostles, not just for the, the early disciples, but it's important for us. It's important for all of us. Because God gives us all a mission. He calls us all to bring a certain value to the world a value that only you can bring. I can bring a value that only I can bring. Ed, you can bring only a value that you can bring. God gives us all values to bring to the world and to bring to his church and bring to people's lives. He calls us all to, to grow in certain values, you know, to become more and more like him. But the problem is that often our life is so full of stuff, and often good stuff, but 
stuff, it's full, and we, firstly, we don't recognise what God's calling us to do, to contribute, and secondly, if we do realise it, we're so busy with the stuff, we don't have time to do it. <laughs> we don't have enough time to do it. We don't have enough time. And that was the thing with Paul and Barnabas. God said, you know, the Spirit said, look, you might be doing it, but I want you to do it more. I need you to free yourself, set yourself apart. See, unless we set ourselves apart for what's most important, we tend to just run on autopilot, don't we? We, we do lots of things, but, but in the end, we, we don't necessarily give the kind of attention that we need to give to what's most important at various moments and times and stages and seasons of our life. So if, if we want to be set apart, I want to suggest that we need to create some structure. Right? If I want to be the best golfer in Burwood, if I want to be better than, than Jeff at golf, right, which is quite a feat... Um, it's no use me just saying that, right? You know, if, if I get up and, and I, um, I, I, I never commit time to hitting golf balls, well, I'm never going to beat Jeff in golf, right? I need some structure. I need to say, right, every day I'm going to hit golf balls for 30 minutes. All right, I'm going to watch videos on YouTube, how to hit straight. <laughs> if I want to grow in my relationship with God, if I want to grow in holiness, if I want to grow in love... But if I have no plan, if I have no structure for that, then it's unlikely, as, as, as much as I want it, it's unlikely it's going to happen. If I get up first thing in the morning and I read the news and then I just dawdle about and, I don't know, go have breakfast and uh, I just think, oh, okay, what am I going to do today? If I've got no structure that puts God first, well, it's very unlikely that I'm really going to grow in that value, Right? One of my, my personal values is to, is to uh, have a really deep relationship with my nieces and nephews. Uh, and I've realised lately that I need to do more than I have been doing. You know, it's, now that they're getting older, it's not enough for me just to go and, and spend lots of time with them when I'm in Sydney every now and then. It's not, it's not enough for me just to call them, you know, when I think of them, you know, when I've got some time. I need to structure that in. I need to make sure now that they're getting older and they can have conversations, I'm calling them on a certain kind of regular basis to make sure that I'm building that, that, that relationship with them. So I want to encourage you today, if you're up for it, just to reflect on, on one or two of the highest values in your life. What it is that you feel God is calling you to do? What's the value you feel God is calling you to bring to others or to the world, to the church at this time in your life. Maybe it's relational. There's a few relationships in that's really important. I really want to invest in that. Or maybe it's something about contribution. I think God's, I feel God's calling me to do this right now. And I know I've got so many other things on, but I think this is at the top of the list. So I want you to firstly think about one or two of those high, uh, top values. And then with the Spirit, praying like, they, like the, the disciples were, Ask the Spirit to help you to see what's the structure that will help you to move towards that value. How can I be set apart? What can I do that will set me apart to honour and to focus on, on what, what I feel is most important for my life? What do I need to stop doing so I can do what is really valuable, what, is, what, what I feel will really um, honour God and, and honour um, my own sense of call at this time?